podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hi, guys. It's Kara with the She's the Owner podcast. This is episode 93. Thank you for joining me. Um, this is, I guess I'm getting up there in, um, I'm trying to do the 30 and 30, 30 podcasts in 30 days, not trying, I'm doing it. I don't like when I say try. In fact, my coach from the past, Mariola would make me put $2 into a jar right now if she heard me. So glad she, maybe she's listening. If you're listening, Mariola, um, I will put $2 in the jar. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. How's everybody doing? Um, so this episode is going to be, or is titled and, and going to be about what are you good at? So oftentimes when I talk to budding entrepreneurs and, um, or people who've been in business for a little while, they get caught up in the, what am I good at? Or I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what kind of business I want to run. So I get that. I feel that, you know, um, because it can be tricky, but I would encourage you. So here's a couple of ways. And again, these are teaching moments. I want you to be writing this stuff down, making notes, going back and checking your notes. Like Tony Robbins says all the time, write this stuff down like you're teaching it. So a couple of ways that you can start to figure out, not just so much what you're good at, but what you enjoy, because what you enjoy, you tend to be good at, right? I mean, not always. I'm good at marketing and I don't always enjoy it. Um, that will depend on where I am in my cycle though, for sure. I'm, uh, in, in the PMS phase and for whatever reason, I get really creative at this time. And so I've been, um, creating and designing and doing a whole bunch of things around the content side of my, my company. So what are you good at? Well, sit down, write a list of things that you have always enjoyed. So sometimes what I'll say is look back, you know, 10 or 15 years before you were working at the job you're working at or before you're doing a business that you don't want to be doing and ask yourself what at that time, what were my dreams? What was I looking at doing with when I quote unquote grew up? Ask those questions like, because there's a good chance that right now you're kind of jaded. Right now you're sort of, you know, you've been in the job world for probably some time. You know, if you're, if you're, like the women I talk to, you know, we're in our 40s and we've worked our butts off for many years doing stuff we probably don't love. So think about, you know, when you're in your teens or 20s, like what did you sit and daydream about doing back then? That's the question. And write it down. Start writing it down. I think we get so caught up in um, being fearful of using our, like dipping or tapping into our intuition that we, or, or, um, we get so fearful about not saying the thing we really want that we end up just standing still. And like I've said a million times, you know, my biggest fear is standing still and not going after the things that I want to go after because I'm fearful. Well, this is, this is an example. Like, you know, you'll say, what do I need to write it down for? Because you freaking do like write it down when you were 20 and you were daydreaming or you were 19 and you were daydreaming about what you wanted to do with your life. What was that? Was it the thing that you ended up doing? Probably not. Why? Because we've been conditioned, especially as women, we've been conditioned to do things that we were, that were um, according to somebody else's timeline, that's for sure. Right? So you go to school, you meet a guy, 
you get engaged, you get the job, you get married, you get pregnant, you buy the house, blah, 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 blah. And so some of you, many of you, a lot of us have, I'm fortunate enough that I was not caught in that loop. Although I sort of, maybe I was, maybe there's some, on some level, I did get caught up in that. Um, But if you got caught in that loop, which by the way, there's no blame or fault or anything. It's just how it was, right? That's what our parents taught us because they wanted better for us. But like, if that's where you're at, think about pre-university, pre-college. Like think, what did I sit and daydream about? So write it down. The other thing I want you to do is to write down what, if I was, and I, and you know, this is my favorite exercise. Actually, I'm doing um, a Better Self Summit. So it's with Colin Egglesfield. He's he's an actor first and coach, author, um, person, TV personality. He's just an incredible, incredible soul. And I was fortunate enough to meet him in 2018. No, 2019, sorry, at the Unleash the Power Within event in Miami. And he and I, like, we got partnered up together for one of the exercises and it's the rest is history. He's one of my closest friends. I love him to death. And I'm doing a summit with him. And one of the things that, well, the thing that I'm doing is the perfect day exercise. This is kind of becoming my signature exercise because it's so powerful and it's so much fun to do. I have all of my clients do it on a, like, that's the first thing that we do when we start working together. So if I'm giving you the exercise to get a pen and paper out, imagine I just gave you, you know, a million dollars to live for the next year. You couldn't, you know, your bills are paid, everything, you you have to make zero money. Like no money is not the issue for the next 12 months. What are you waking up tomorrow morning doing? Really sit in that, sit in that zone and write it out. Don't get greedy with your, I can't do this or I can't do that. Don't start that kind of narrative. Write it all out. So when you do that, you give yourself permission to really start dreaming. So first first tip, think about what you did or what you wanted to do when you were in your early, you know, late teens, early 20s, before you did all the things, before you went to the school, before you went to university, et cetera. Then I want you to write out number two is I want you to write out your perfect day has to be two to three pages. I This is my recommendation. It can't be one paragraph because you can't get too deep enough into it, into the visualization and into the dream if you're doing a paragraph or two. Number three, brainstorm things you like, right? If you like fashion, start brainstorming about fashion. If you like fitness, start brainstorming. A lot of this comes down to writing, like get it out of your head and onto paper. Ken has said that to me for ages. Like when I, you know, cause I, what happens is we tend to over complicate everything, right? And we don't chunk it down enough. I remember when he and I first met, I was living in an apartment in Winnipeg and true to form, I, I was to be moving on the first and let's call it the, you know, it was the 29th or 30th of the month. And I had not packed a box. I was a single mom. I was living in housing at the time. So I was happy to get out of there. That that wasn't it. I had just been overwhelmed with the whole idea of like by myself, single mother packing up an entire apartment by herself. Like it freaked me out. So I did what? I did fuck all. I sat there and cried basically like, holy shit, I'm moving tomorrow or the day after and I've not packed anything. So he said something to me that has stuck with me for the last 21 years, which is pack one box at a time. All we're doing right now is we're packing one box. I'm like, okay, like, can you handle packing one box? Of course I can handle packing one box. Awesome. 
So that's chunking it down. So when we think about, you know, like our, when, when it comes to brainstorming or like you, you go zero to 60, right? You're like, well, I can't think of a business that's going to make blah, 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 blah money. And how am I going to do that? How do I, I don't know anything about marketing and you freak out and you go down this entire path where you're like, at the end of it, you're like, well, fuck that. I'm just going to go back to my job and do the shit I hate. Cause that's the enemy. I know that's the, the beast that I'm familiar with. So here's, here's the hack. One thing at a time. Take one category that interests you. One thing, whether, like I said, whether it's fitness, whether it's fashion, whether it's cooking, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's jewelry, pillows, whatever the thing that, that you know, you get excited about. And, and here's a distinction. If you get excited about it, it doesn't mean it can't make you money. Like I feel like sometimes you guys think maybe that if it's something frivolous, like let's call it makeup, right? Which a lot of you know people think, oh, it's just makeup. Well, I mean, makeup is a gajillion billion dollar industry, so it's not just makeup. But let's just say you're like, oh, that's silly, right? That's the silly thing. What I do is serious and it makes money and it's really important. Okay, well, take the thing that you think is silly, just run with it. Like there's somebody out there who always needs the something you have. Like really let that sit. There's always someone. There's always somebody willing to pay for knowledge. There's always somebody willing to pay for the thing. Like there are some products where I'm like, how in the world did this become a thing? But it did because somebody thinks it's cool or cute or whatever. So pick one. So tip three, pick one thing. So let's pick, let's pick makeup, write out all the things you love about makeup, right? All the things that you find interesting about makeup, just go crazy, throw on some music. I'm an advocate for music, always getting you into peak state, throw on some music and start writing. Okay. Tip number four, talk to the people who know you right? You, there are blind spots. You may not even know, like, you know, if, if I, if I was to talk to some of the people that I know now, I realize they would do this. Actually, let's talk about coaching. So the majority of people in my life that are close to me for more than a year, multiple years, let's call it, have been questioning, why are you not a coach, Kara? I'm like, I don't want to, be a coach. That seems like, that seems scary. I don't want to be a coach. And I said no to that for a long time, but the people who knew me knew, knew without a doubt, this was my passion. This was my calling. I hadn't known it yet. So ask the people around you. You're blind to it. Sometimes you're blind to it. The other thing is, you know, just because someone says it doesn't mean it's law, but it's a good start. If someone says, what do you, you like, if you, if I said to my friend, well, what do you think I'm interested in? Like, does anything pop out that you might think, oh, she'd be good at that or she really enjoys that, right? And they're going to give you some answers. And again, this is not written in stone. This is just a start. Because if you're coming to me saying, well, I have no idea what I'm into, this is how you start to find out. Ask your friends, ask your family, what am I, does anything come up for you when I ask you like what I might be interested in or what I might be good at? Like just start having those conversations. Because at the end of the day, if you're good at something, not always, but you know, I have a better shot of, of doing, making money and having a successful company doing something I love 
versus something I hate. And Jen, you know, we, we tend to, once we kind of get our own bullshit beliefs out of the way. So like, let's say, you know, I'm good at marketing, right? Um, I did that and I continue to do that now for this company, but I, I've done that. I don't love marketing other people's companies, but I am good at it. So what does that mean? Okay, well, maybe I can take that and start to shift it into something that's beneficial to me. Well, that's what I've done. I've I've taken all of the years of marketing, you know, we're talking 15 plus years of marketing and SEO and digital marketing, and I have shifted it onto, onto the Karen McCarran brand. So if it it doesn't necessarily equal if you're good at something, do it. It's if you're good at it and you like it. Like that's key, right? You don't want to hop out of a bed you hate to hop into another bed you hate. That's stupid. So make sure that, you know, just, but but really what I encourage is just to start the process of brainstorming, start the, the process of writing it down, opening your mouth and talking. And really the very first step is admitting that what you are doing currently is something you don't enjoy. Like that's where you have to get real and honest because, oh, you guys, I mean, my my thing, right? Fear of regret, keep that shit close. It's true. Keep it close. Like time moves us on, you know, and do you want to be sitting, you know, 15 years from now thinking, fuck, why didn't I just go after what I liked? Or why didn't I even explore going after what I liked? Never mind doing it. Like all I'm saying right now is like, actually just explore, find out what you're good at and what you enjoy. I'm not even telling you to execute that comes later right? But the conversation within yourself where you have to first say, okay, I'm putting my hand up. I'm not digging this. I'm not loving this. Now, the disclaimer here for me personally, this is my personal opinion, is that if you're in your 20s, there's a really high, high likelihood that you don't love what you do. And P.S., you have to go through that shit to really figure yourself out. So, Unless you are very, very, very clear on entrepreneurial direction, which many are not, I wasn't, um, you have to go through a bunch of things before you can really figure it out. I'm really speaking to the woman who's like late 30s, early 40s and beyond, who has already gone through this process of working for other people and you know, cutting her, cutting her teeth and learning some things and learning the skills and whatever, but coming out of it still being like, fuck, I hate what I'm doing. That's who I'm talking to. The younger women, you kind of just have to go through it. Like I have four daughters and I recommended that to all of them. You got to kind of eat shit for the first 10 years out of, you know, like for in your twenties, that's kind of where you guys too. But I say to my daughters, this is when you get to fuck up like crazy, try a bunch of shit. You know, it's good. But like you don't expect at 24 to be like, I know my life's purpose and my plan. Like, I don't know. I those, those are very far and few between those type of people. Like there are some kids who are like at 11, know exactly, exactly what the fuck they want to do. But more often than not, it's your twenties are really there to like try a bunch of shit, you know, try a bunch of outfits on, decide if you like any of the outfits, but you keep trying the outfits on until when you get into your thirties and beyond, that's when you start to think, I'm really going to invest in some better outfits. And then when you're in your forties, I'm going to invest in the best outfit here because this outfit makes me feel the fucking best, but it's a process, right? You're not going to get out of bed at 21 and be like, this is what exactly the plan, you know, it's hard to do that, but you did, you do have some 
you know, when you can look back and you think I had some ideas, that's where you might start picking apart, you know, things that you're good at. But certainly I wouldn't say that at the, in the twenties, you've got it solid figured out. Um, you might have ideas, but you would have no real idea how to execute those yet. Um, hope I didn't confuse anybody there, but so I'm talking really to the woman who's like 30, late thirties and above mid thirties and above, because that's kind of when you start to really question what you're doing with your days and your time you know, and you're, is this worth me not being with my kids? Is this worth it? Not, you know, those type of questions start to come up. Um, is there a way to make money? Like a lot of women in their thirties and, and older, that's when they start to do MLM, right? Because they've, they've had, you know, really the way it kind of goes is you, you get pregnant, you go on mat leave. And then during mat leave, you're like, wow, was that really, was I just doing all of that at that job when I, like, really? And they start to question. Yeah, I think I may have even, that may have been me actually at some point during one of my pregnancies. Um, but like you start to really question, is it worth leaving this perfect little human to go work at a job I hate to make money that's garbage? And that's, I think, a lot of times when when women will start to figure out or start to look into how do I make money from home? And that's a beautiful transition for sure. But if you're somebody who doesn't want to take that direction and you want to start your own business, that's that's around the time it'll start to happen. That's when it it's cuz light bulbs start going off. You start to go, "Well, okay. I've kind of I've learned some things. Now now maybe I want to control my day and control my time and have time freedom and all those things." Um time freedom doesn't come right at the beginning, of course, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, that's it for, for this episode. I hope that was helpful. Remember the, the tips. Um, the other thing I want to mention is that I, today is actually the first launch day, um, for the, she's the owner accelerator group. So it's a 90, uh, day program. It is, I'm going to, um, I guess you could, if you go to karamccarran.com, you'll see it in the, um, head to heart method. So normally, and I'm and I just did a um, event with Blue Melnick and Barry Baumgartner with uh, Sage Events. There, it was such an incredible, incredible event. It was worth every penny, and it was wasn't even a lot of pennies. Um, like the the value that I got for the price was like true to form, right? They're, they they represent Tony, they do Grant Cardone, they do GoPro, all the huge virtual events. They're a normal event planning company, but they've pivoted during COVID. And, you know, of course they over, way over delivered. It was incredible. Um, so, the, so part of that is to, you know, offer, they've taught me, you know, they teach you how to offer different programs and all this type of stuff. So, I've made a decision to offer the um, STO Accelerator program at a greatly reduced price for the first official group launch. So it's I'm you know I'm referring it to the founding members price. So normally this program and I f- believe with every cell in my body that it's worth this prob- and worth more. But normally this program is going to be forty nine ninety five, so four thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars USD. 
and, inc- and it'll include a full 90 days um, of coaching. So we go through mindset for the first month. Second month, we go through your business processes. So content, branding, sales, lead gen, that type of thing. And then the last month, we really spend executing it. Um, and so there's a whole bunch of things that are included in that program. And so normally, so group two, and this was the thing, that's why I brought um, the, the berry and blue up, is they, they're very much about, you know, you offer this price, but then the integrity must kick in and you can't offer it again. So if I say it's this price, what I'm getting at is I'm saying that it's this founding offers, founding members price, and it's $997. Okay. So normally it's a $4,995 program, but for the founding members, the first group, the first launch, I'm selling it for 997. So what I'm saying is like, once I have 10 women in that group, that is it. There is absolutely no getting this price again. Um, because I want to stick by, first, I want to honor my founding members who get, get in at that price. Um, but absolutely, if, if you are ready to launch, you're ready to get out of your head and into your heart around your business or to start your business, this is going to do it. And there's literally only 10 spots and, and moving forward, the groups will only be about 15, um, simply because I want to keep it small and intimate and make sure that everybody gets a turn to have the coaching together. Um, but 997 right now. The launch date is March 29th. There is a little bit of flexibility there, but um, typically that's when we're going to be having our meetings. So every morning for um, for that Monday, starting Monday, and we we work together weekly. So um, check it out. It's at karenmccarran.com if you go to the head to heart method, but it'll tell you what the normal price is. But I'm saying, so what I need you to do is if you've heard this podcast and you want to get in on that founding member's price, send me a message and just say that you heard this on the podcast. Um, otherwise, I won't know where you found this information. I have done some email blasts or whatever. So I just want to make sure that I know where where you've come from. So if you're interested, let me know again. It's the the um, STO Accelerator 90-day program. And it is for founding members only 997 right now. So um, I hope you guys have an incredible day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Hey.